You are the Lord, let your name be glorified. You are the Lord, let your name be glorified. We give you glory and honor. You are the Lord, let your name be glorified. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Hello, how are you? Good morning. Um... This is Shola. I'm recording from Lagos, Nigeria. Today is the 6th of March, 2023. We're already in the first quarter of the year, the end of the first, well, the, yes, the end of the first quarter of the year. So the year really moving very fast. And I like it this way. I like it when years really go fast because then we can get a lot of things done. And then, I don't know why. I, I just like it. Yeah. I just like when years go fast. I, I, I don't like it when a year drags. I like that sense of feeling like it's going fast. Because that tells me that I'm doing stuff, you know, and things are happening. Anyway, so I have that feeling. So um, I sang that song because, and I've done several musings and reflections about, with the title, Be Glorified, Be Glorified. But I still find myself coming back to that song because I realize that this is the season that I am in. Because all this time, my prayer for Nigeria has been that, Lord, let your name be glorified. I have not prayed for a particular candidate to win even though i had my personal preference as a human being you know what i'm saying but my prayer was that the name of the lord be glorified because i realized that you know the way god sees things is different from the way i see things and what i want may not necessarily be what god wants so and i have learned you know through the kind of experiences that i had in the last two three years that the best way i can bring god on board in something is to pray that let his will be done. And if we notice, when Jesus was teaching us in the Lord's Prayer, that was what he said. He says, when the disciples came to him and said, um, how should we pray? He said, you should pray, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, mm-hmm. then thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He actually asked us to pray that the will of God be done even before we pray, give us this day our daily bread. But what do we do? We turn it the other way around. We just go and start talking about our daily bread. Lord, give me this. I need this job. I need this. You don't even know whether it is part of God's will. The fact that Jesus said that, and what I'm saying it's part of God's will is that the way I'm asking for it and what I am asking for in the way and in the time, I'm not even putting God in it. I'm just, I mean, I'm as well who go to the devil and go and ask him for those things. Because if all I'm concerned about is getting those things and I'm not even interested in whether God is in it or whether his plan is in it or his kingdom is in it then I might as well why am I coming to God there's several other people I can go to I might as well go next door <laughs> you know what I'm saying to the other side I'm gonna ask those guys who know how to give you things and then compound sorrow with it so that template that Jesus gave us of how to pray I'm beginning to realize that is very important so now yes for a greater part of my life I was that kind of Christian who would pray, oh Lord, give me my daily bread, you know, and all of that. And now I am learning because life has taught me through things that I have gone through that it is better for me to bring God in. So even as I'm not saying do not pray for your daily bread because Jesus did say we should pray, 
But he said, before we pray for the daily bread, we first bless him. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. This is so important because honestly, even if you have your daily bread and the will of God is not done in your nation, in your community, have you ever seen a situation whereby you have food, but you cannot enjoy the food? You have a house, but you don't feel safe in the house. You have a car, but you can't even drive the car safely. You are afraid to drive the car. That's the kind of situation that we are in in Nigeria. So you now understand why God, I now understand why God actually told us that we should pray that his will be done. Because what does the Bible tell us that is God's will? In the book of First um, Timothy chapter 2 verse 4, it tells us that it is God's will that we live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. So for that reason, it tells us to pray for our kings, our nations, and all that are in authority. Not pray to enable evil, which is what I, I say a lot of Christians do. Rather, what we've turned that scripture to mean is that no matter what they are doing, just pray for them. No, that's not what the scripture is saying. The scripture is saying, pray that they will change. Pray that they will change. It doesn't say pray that they will be in power and that God will protect them. Mm -mm. It says pray that they will change in such a way that the nation is transformed. And that we are all able to live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. In fact, when I read that scripture, I'm like, is that really possible? But when I look at countries like Finland, Iceland, you know, all these countries that don't even believe in God, they have actually been able to achieve that. Quiet, peaceable, okay, maybe not godliness, but then honesty. I will take three out of four. Then let the godliness be in our individual lives. And then we as Christians, you know what I'm saying? But there's a problem when you are in a world or in a nation that is you, you, quiet, you don't have. Peace, you don't have. Godliness, out of the window. Honesty, nowhere to be found. That's a major problem. And that's where we are. So I'm realizing now, I'm realizing now that it is far better for me, particularly when I'm praying for the nations, I just pray, Lord, glorify yourself. So initially I was praying, oh Lord, let this, you know, don't let this person win or don't let, but later I just said, you know what, God's ways are not our ways and that honestly, there's no point my, what I should be concerned about is not really whether this person win or that person does not win, my political views, but let the name of the Lord be glorified. So I changed the prayer. Thank God that he, he, he made me change that prayer. And if you're somebody who has been listening to this podcast, you will know that that's how I have been praying. My prayer has been that the name of the Lord will be glorified. And honestly, so far he has done that. He has really, in fact, beyond my expectation, I was just musing on that yesterday, that I was like, God, it's like, you really answer my prayers. I know I wasn't the only one praying, but man, yeah, I know I prayed this. So even though they, it's not, the process is still on, things are still somehow... But my fervent belief is that at the end of the process, by the time it comes to a point where we can say, okay, this particular section, we have brought it to a close. My prayer is that the name of the Lord will be glorified and that it will be done in such a way that everybody will say, if not for God, this will not have happened. And I pray that it will bring the fear of God on, upon our nation, upon our political process, and upon all them whose hands are swift to shed blood and have seen Nigeria as a place where anything goes and it is okay to kill the innocent, kill the righteous, and just do whatever it likes, what they like. I have come to see, I can see it very clearly. You know, before I was, I, I was, I've always been politically sensitive and all that, but 
I felt okay, let's just for the sake of peace. I was that kind of person that, you know, for the sake of peace, let's just carry on. But now I now realize that this peace without justice will consume all of us. So right now, I am not ready to accept peace without justice. I do not, I won't advocate for it. I don't even think peace. I think justice is inside of peace. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't think the, the that concept of peace within is not a, a peace that has injustice in it is not really peace. A peace according to Bible standards, and I think everywhere else in the world, is peace that comes with justice. With you know, you understand? You know what I'm saying? Every other thing that's coercion, that's intimidation, that's extortion, that's kidnapping. You know, so it's like for instance, a um, a kidnapper kidnaps somebody. And then he, say, he takes you, or somebody comes to you and says, gets up, points a gun, and tells you to come with me quietly. You now say, oh, he went peacefully. What kind of peace is that? There was a gun held to his head. That's, that's not peaceful. When the person goes peacefully, is when you sit down with the person, you engage the person and say, look, I want you to come with me here. This is why I think it's you. I'm not forcing you. If you don't want to, that's fine. But I will prefer it if you come with me, you know, this and that and all that, to the wherever it is you want to take the person to. And then the person comes along with you. And you are transparent about what you are going to do with the person there. And the person is old enough to make a decision for themselves. And they make that decision. Hey, that's completely different. But you lie, you steal, you kill, you change things. I'm sorry, you manipulate, you deceive. No, there's, you know, let's, let's be very clear. And I'm seeing that, I have observed that the world is tumbling down a path where the devil wants us to get to a place whereby we, none of us even knows what's right anymore. And I see that some Christians were falling into that trap. And I can see where it is going. And I think a lot of us can see. And when I say a lot of people can see, people are cross faiths. In fact, on this matter of right and wrong, I see that a lot of Christians are confused. I, I, I guess that's the only thing I can say. They're confused. They are really confused. And me, so as to prevent myself from being confused, likewise, I am going back to the word of God. In fact, I have made up my mind, God helping me. Holy Spirit usually helps me with my inspiration and all that so i'm praying that god will allow me and inspire me to find the time to go into the bible and pick out those portions in the new testament particularly that talk to us about what christian ethics should be and i will publish a book and put it on amazon free of charge and just put it there so that anytime i have a conversation with anybody and they are talking some of this nonsense that is clearly and the person calls to be a christian i will just send them a link to that book or article or whatever it is so that we can and i'll tell them please read page seven read page eight so that there will be no you understand and i'll say look so i, I don't begin to have arguments over specific things but i, I can we can we, we um, i can then tell you these are the principles that i believe i base my life on and based on these principles this clearly tells me that this is right or this is wrong and if you do not agree with those principles, then I'm sorry, let's agree that we have a fundamental um, value difference and there's no point us discussing further on this matter. You know, it, it has been a very illuminating experience for me. But anyway, so I'm learning that to pray that his will be done in my life, in my nation, in a process, you know, in the politics of this nation, in the elections. It's a very, very good way to pray. And I think it's far better. It's, it's, it's a wiser way to, to pray because God gets excited with such prayers. And, and I think that's why Jesus asked us to, to pray that. Even when I went through a very challenging time in my life, you know, with some personal problems, for a, a very long time I was praying, oh, God, heal, God, change, God, deliver, God, transfer. You know, I was saying all sorts, God, remove. There was nothing I was not saying. God, lose, you know, and nothing was happening. Nothing was changing. 
it was when I started praying, Lord, glorify yourself in this situation. That was when the situation changed. That was when the situation changed. Not immediately, but eventually. As in, that prayer was what got me results. Progressively and then instantaneously. As opposed to when I was praying, Oh Lord, change the thing. Because God wants to locate himself in what we are trying to find. And, and, and I now understand why sometimes when people get a miracle, they then go back to the lifestyle that they had before. Because if you were, if the prayer was centered around myself, I want to be healed. Why do you want to be healed? Just so that you can be healed and live a good life and do what you want to do. I want to have children. Why? Is it because I want that child to be like Samuel that I will give to the Lord? Or because I just want to be a child that person? Look, everybody says that other people have children. You know, that I've always wanted to be a mother or I've always wanted to be a father. You know, why am I asking? And why is it important to have a why, a, a good and a righteous why? Because the book of James tells us that sometimes we ask based on our own lust. And God doesn't like that. And he says sometimes you don't receive because you ask amiss. He said it is not me. He said it. He said that sometimes some people, and this doesn't apply to everybody. And you know, the world is, this world is, doesn't make sense. It's not level. So some people, they are sinners and they get what they want in quote. Some people, they are righteous and they don't get what they want. Nobody really knows how, you know, things are allocated. I always wanted to have a girl child. I never in my life imagined that I would not have a girl child. And the only female child I did have, my first um, full-time pregnancy was a girl child and she didn't survive. And after that, I had boys other pregnancies that didn't make it to full term I only have boys now you know what I'm saying for a long time it was a deep pain in my heart until I finally realized that you know what shall I just let it go and maybe you know maybe my sons will give me granddaughters I will pray so but yeah that's it and some people have girls and they're looking for boys and some people have girls and boys you know, I think those are the most blessed people on the face of the earth. But I don't know how these things are shared. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is that when, and in fact, now that I think about it, when I said I wanted a girl, it wasn't really because I wanted to raise a, a, a woman that would be a powerful woman of God. It was just because I wanted a daughter. I personally wanted a daughter. But th that prayer, it was, as, well, like I said, I did have it baby girl child a baby girl but she didn't she didn't survive so that's life so but the point i'm trying to make is that i am finding now if i had known better maybe i should have prayed differently rather than god give me a girl i should have been like god give me a woman that will be the woman after your heart make her powerful you know maybe i should have prayed that now well I, well i can still pray that for my granddaughters okay so maybe i'll start praying that now okay thank you holy spirit <laughs> let me not give up on that dream let me not give up on that my hopes were so dashed i felt so sad about that so anyways i digress so the point is i'm learning now to root my prayer in, in god's plan and purpose and that was what jesus taught us in the lord's prayer he said pray that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven it's a big prayer and god jesus will not tell us to pray something that is impossible to happen so for him to say that, I mean, in fact, I'm even beginning to, I'm thinking, just thinking about it. That what, what did he really mean by your will? Is it possible for God's will to be done as it is in heaven? By will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm going to check that verse up in Amplified Version. Does it mean as it is written of us in heaven? Or is it saying the same way as God's will is done 24-7 in heaven, let his will be done 24-7 on earth? 
it, I, it is possible that if we as Christians all changed our prayer lives to that, we may be surprised what we may see in our societies, in our communities, and in our lives. Because right now, we, we have it all upside down. We pray, we are praying, give us this day our daily bread, which is all the way down. And there is no way that God will answer a prayer that the root of it is not in alignment with his will. He can tell. He weighs our hearts as we pray. He can tell what is motivation, motivating me. Is it just so that I can have money to be blowing around and show everybody that, you know, I am the king, I am the dawn, I have arrived? Or is it really about living a Christ-centered and a gospel-centered life? Is it about community impact? Is it just about, you know... I just think that there is so much more that we as Christians could do. But I know that it's not our fault because we're not just being taught what is right to do. That's my honest belief. And I am on the lookout now for a community of believers that are focused on doing what the Word of God says in its truest and its purest form. We cannot know everything, neither can we do anything, but at least let us have the will to do what is right. And you know what I'm saying, well, all of us have always had leaders, I mean, like we've had leaders, I've had different kind of people lead me. You can tell the leader who wants to do what is right. They may fail, they may falter, they may even miss it, but you will know that their intent their desire was right. How do you know? Because when things then go wrong, you see them with taking much effort to correct it and to make amends. But the leader that does not have any intention of doing what is right, you can also tell. Because the person maliciously and intentionally goes out of their way to do things wrong, to misrepresent, to change, to be fraudulent, to misposition, to misdirect, to misinform, to destroy, to steal, to confuse, you know, manipulate. Those are the horrible things. And even when it is called to their notice and they see the destructive damage of their evil actions rather than to own up to it and to try and change it they either look for somebody to hang it on they lie or they cover it up even more they intimidate they threaten and they do everything to maintain that to maintain that cloak of darkness upon the evil that they have done i don't want to be that kind of person i don't want to be that kind of christian what jesus said in matthew 5 16 is let your light so shine that men will see your good works and give glory to the god that is in heaven that is my guiding light but i know that i am still far from that so i will pray that may the name of the lord be glorified in my life in everything concerning me in concerning the things that i long for the things that i yearn for the things that i give my heart and my meditation to the things that i lay my hands to do that i lend my voice to that I give my heart to, that I walk after, that I think after, that I pursue after, that I long after, that I reach for. And may it also be glorified in my nation. And may the Lord use me as a vehicle of transformation, of peace, of justice, of righteousness, of holiness, of transparency, of equity, of justice, and of peace in this nation, in my community, all to his glory and to the praise of his name only. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.